guys, what is good? This is Morgan Mueller coming at you with the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. We actually have each of these episodes begin as a YouTube video. So if you would like to watch the original content on YouTube, search my name, Morgan, M-O-R-G-A-N, Mueller, M-U-E-L-L-E-R, on YouTube, look for the Joy and Hope logo. But otherwise, thanks for being here. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, guys. Morgan here. Um, giving you another episode, I've been calling them, of joy and hope. So something I'm just kind of laughing about um, as I started this video, as I'm like looking around my background um, of my room, it's like, oh, look, there's a rug. Yeah, I got a rug this weekend. That's exciting. Um, I feel like for anybody who's out there watching these videos, uh, it's kind of fun because <laughs> when I've gone back and rewatched them, I'm like, oh, is the door going to be open or closed today? Does that affect her mood? And um, just like different things that have been changing, like in the background, like, oh, the top of her dresser has different decorations than it did in the first video. This rug is new. I don't know. I just thought it was kind of funny. Um, yeah, my life has seasons just like uh, the weather. I don't know. Uh, the background on my phone currently, um, the background screen is this really pretty thing I found on Pinterest the other day. And it is very simple, simply beautiful, um, which is one of the themes of my life, simply beautiful. It is just some little flowers, and underneath them it says, no season is wasted. I think that's so true. Does it bother you as much as it bothers me that people complain about the weather all the time? It is so annoying, so annoying. Like, can we ever just rejoice in what God has given us this day? Maybe it's really cold outside. Praise God. I get to wear this fuzzy sweater and wear matching lipstick. And maybe for some people that's stupid, but maybe for me, it's really fun. And so maybe that's one way that I can rejoice when it's cold outside or in the summer. Oh my gosh, right now everybody's probably wishing it was summer. Doesn't everybody all the time say, oh no, I wish it was warmer. But then as soon as it gets to summer, they're going to be like, why did I want it to be warm? It's so hot outside. It's miserable. I can't even go outside. And oh, man, everybody always has something to complain about with the weather. I, on the other hand, like to rejoice in whatever God is sending me. And he has been allowing me to enter into fall so much more so than ever before. Um, because I feel like my spiritual life and my life in general, actually, right now, um, just are really comparable to the season of fall. So what happens in the season of fall? Things do start getting colder. Um, the weather starts to change. Things are changing. Leaves are changing colors. Um, things are dying. Things are starting to die. Things fall, leaves fall from the trees to the ground. The trees are bare. There's a death. Nature all around us is dying. And it reminds us that we too, um, we too are going to die. And that's kind of sad at first if you have never really thought about death. 
It can be really scary. We've talked about death the last couple of episodes, actually. But there's a phrase in Latin, I, I believe, memento mori, remember your death. And it's beautiful. It's actually a beautiful thing. It's rooted in scripture and the tradition of the church to remember your death, to keep death always before you. St. Benedict and his rule, um, I think it was his 47th tool for good works, something like that. Somewhere in the rule of St. Benedict, he says, keep death daily before your eyes. Why? Why? Why does scripture say that? Why does it say that in the book of Sirach? Why does it say that in St. Benedict's rule? Isn't that just depressing? No. Death should actually lead us to a great hope and an increase in the great, incredible virtue of hope because when we die, we're not going to stay dead. Jesus Christ, we heard in the gospel today, he died on the cross. He's not a king who removed himself from the cross to save himself. He refused to come down from the cross. He said yes to the cross and stayed there because he showed us he was saving us as our king, not conquering us. Because Christ died and then rose again three days later, we can have hope that even though we will die one day, just like the leaves are dying right now all around us, we're not going to stay dead. There will be a resurrection of the body at the end of time. There is a spring. There is a spring that comes after winter and it will be glorious and grand and it will be so far beyond anything that we could ever imagine or fathom this side of heaven. And so what do we do with that knowledge? We wait. We wait and we hope. And we wait through the fall and we wait through the winter. And when it's cold outside, we get our warm sweaters and we find hope. And we take heart in that. And what can we do while we wait? I want to talk a little bit about something today that I'm currently doing while I wait. Because God doesn't want us to just sit in our rooms all the time. Um... He wants us to go out and live and experience life. And so, fun fact, uh, one way that I experienced life this weekend that I'd really like to share with you today is I went and saw the movie Frozen 2 with a really good friend. And we had an awesome time. I love Frozen, the movie, personally. I saw it when I was a senior in high school and just really, really related to it at that particular point in my life. Um could just really relate to so many different things. And I got so many different things out of that movie because praise be to God, um, the Lord really allows me to see truths, like to see truth, to see goodness, to see beauty in media. Oftentimes, um, different things like movies, books, poetry, other kinds of literature, whatever, plays, musicals. And so it's like, what can I get out of this that actually helps bring me closer to heaven? Because let's be honest, guys, if stuff doesn't bring us closer to heaven, there's absolutely no point to it. Because the whole point of our lives is to get there. Lord, get me there. Lord, get us to heaven. So if it doesn't help us, it only hinders us. So 
if I'm going to go see Frozen 2, I'm absolutely going to get whatever I can out of it that would be a message from God and that can bring me closer to heaven and have fun in the process. So I went into the movie with no expectations. I had no idea what it was going to be about. Yeah, I'd seen the trailers, but yeah, there was so much more to it than that. So before I go any farther... Full disclosure, there are spoilers in this video, so I recommend one of two things. One, if you have not seen the movie Frozen 2 and you do not want to know anything about it going in, then by all means go see the movie first and then come back and watch this video and see what you think about the things I have to share. Or two, if you, I'm not going to give the whole movie away, I promise, I'm not going to talk about the entire thing. Um, maybe just some main plot points, not like, oh, this is exactly how it ends. I don't actually know what I'm going to say yet, so proceed with caution. But two, if you don't really mind knowing a couple things about the movie going into it, I promise it will not ruin the movie. It's an amazing movie, I think. So if you don't mind knowing a couple things going in and would actually like to know, um, maybe some cool things about how God is present in the movie, then by all means, watch this, go see the movie, and see what you think, um, since you already know these things going in. And that way you can like get the truths about God as you're watching it. Up to you. But yes, full disclosure, I'm going to be talking about Frozen 2 in detail. I'm not sure how much detail, but I am going to start talking about that now. So, huh, Lord, I have so many thoughts and so many feelings. Please just help me to share the right ones in your name, Jesus. So, oh my gosh. So many thoughts, so many feelings. Um, okay, so in this movie, it is very interesting to me. It starts out in the fall, which I think they definitely did on purpose because, I mean, they're releasing it in the end of November. So if you've noticed, they will release movies um, more often than not, like the same time of year that they are set in. They're not going to release a Christmas movie in July because people are going to go see it more so at Christmas time if, it, if it's released then. Um, that's just like how people work. Um, so it's interesting to me that the setting is fall. The setting is fall. The movie opens up. The trees are all different colors. It's beautiful. Um, yeah, they're sharing a Thanksgiving. They don't say that, but like they're sharing a Thanksgiving meal in the opening song or one of the opening songs. And Ironically, the one of the first songs, I'm going to look it up on my phone while I do this. Uh, one of the first songs is about how some things never change. And what's weird is literally while they're singing this song, things are changing. Um, just one example is, so it's Anna and Olaf at the beginning, and they say something about like this rock wall like, will never change kind of a thing. Like, it's always going to stand there. And then literally a piece breaks off. And this, the whole song is like that. Um, all the different characters are listing these different things that are never going to change. And then literally do as they're singing about them. Um, so I think, I mean, if I had to guess, like, the point of the song is to kind of playfully say, yeah, we say things aren't going to change, but we know they will. And so maybe we're trying to fight that. And it's like, that's so stupid. And I'm like, that's so dumb. Can we just call that out? That's so silly because things do change. The only thing in our lives that never changes is God. 
God always remains the same. But look at us. Like, we all get older. We change. And they're literally singing about that in the song, which I think is kind of cool, that part. Um, they, they know we're getting older. Um, we all look different. We're all older. And then even later in the movie, Olaf has a song by himself where he's talking about how he's going to understand things better when he gets older. Kind of like hindsight's 2020. Um, like, even though I don't understand why this is happening to me right now, one day I will be able to look back and understand why it took place, which I also think is really cool um, because how true is that in our lives with God? Um, like for me, I never would have understood like, how God didn't want me to be a sister last summer because I was so certain like that's what was supposed to happen and then boom like a teaching position opened up and I was a teacher last year and it was awesome like there were so many gifts and graces that flowed and I just knew like I knew that that's where God wanted me to be so yeah looking back on that it's like well duh he didn't want me to be a sister at least at that point because this was supposed to happen but oh my gosh, it hurt so bad when the sisters told me no at the time because I didn't understand that yet. So I think it's cool that Olaf um, points that out later. He's like, once we get older, we're going to understand things, um, which is so true. And even though the movie doesn't say this, um, what an invitation to trust in the Lord. Um, I've made a video already. If you haven't watched it, you can go back and watch it if you want. It's the one called God Provides. Literally, like God always provides for us. We don't have to be afraid, even though we don't understand why something is happening. Um, like it will all make sense in the end. So what an invitation it is to trust in God right now, knowing that he's going to provide, um, even if it's just to provide the understanding later of why it happened. So I thought that was really cool, too. Um, they talk about that in the movie. But then um, another point to it that was interesting to me Holy Spirit, help me share whatever you want about this. So there is this overarching concept of kind of this, like the spirits. They talk about the spirits a lot in this movie. And so the spirits are earth, wind, fire, water, you know, like the classic four things, the elements. They call them the spirits in this movie. And it's interesting to me how like, that's their overarching, I guess, deity um, in the frozen realm of the of a universe, I guess. Like, it's just weird. It's just so weird. Um, today in the Catholic Church, today, November 24th, we celebrate the Feast of Christ the King. Christ as the King of the universe. God as the King of the universe. Everything, we've already said this, everything changes except God. Earth, the earth changes, the earth moves, the earth has evolved over millions or at least thousands of years. I'm not going to pretend to know how long the world's been around. Sorry, ignore that part. Hashtag humility. But like the earth changes, right? The earth changes all the time. Wind, the wind changes. Tornadoes can attest to that. I live in a very like Midwest place where there are tornadoes and it's scary. Like wind, wind changes all the time too. And so does fire. Like fires can be put out and um, what's the fourth element? LOL. Water. Water changes. Oh my gosh, water changes. Like winter right now, we can see how water changes from rain to ice to snow to sleet to blah, blah, blah. like all this stuff. Like, hello, 
are we really going to pretend like those things can be a God? No. Like God made the earth, God made the air, the wind, the rain, um, everything. Like God makes those things. So I thought it was kind of interesting that like those were kind of God in the movie. But anyway, it's a children's animated movie. Moving on from that point. But I was like, uh, Christ is the king of the universe. Can we all just make sure that like we know that even if we're watching this movie? Anyway, um, moving on. At one point, Kristoff has a song on his own, which is a full-length song, which is cool because he did not get that in the first movie. It is such a sappy song. Like, I looked at the girl who was with me at the movie, and I just was laughing. Like, his whole song, I was like, this is so derpy. Like, this is so dumb. Very enjoyable. Very likely will I download it on my phone um, <laughs> because it's fun. But, like, it's so silly. Um, he's singing about like Anna as his true north and like I'm lost without you and all this stuff and like throughout the movie all of the characters like very much um, have this message of like if I don't have you I'm nothing and that's never really reconciled in the movie because yeah they all just still end up being friends at the end and like relying on each other and yes it's good to have friends and yes it's good to have family and to love those people and to be rooted in them but not for your identity, like your ultimate identity, your ultimate identity for all of us. It's as a son or daughter of Christ, Christ, the King, God, the father. We are all co-heirs with Christ, sons and daughters of the father. Like that's a really big deal. And so this movie, I think, can be kind of dangerous because like, for example, in Christoph's song, when he's talking about Anna, sorry, cannot believe I just did that. Anna as his true north. It's like, dude, if she like is the whole point of your life, you are going to be like really sad and depressed a couple years into your marriage because you are making her into this God. Like she is not God. Like she is going to say the wrong thing sometimes as she often does because <laughs> it's Anna. Um, she's going to do the wrong thing. Like she she does the wrong thing a lot, let's be honest. Like, she's kind of reckless. Um, and, like, Kristoff even points off, like, points out, like, she's naive. Like, can we all go back to when she almost made that huge mistake in the first movie of marrying Hans? Like, girl doesn't always have the best judgment. Um, so, like, no one's perfect. Anna's not perfect. So, for any of us, like, if you try to find your true north or, like, your whole life purpose in another person, you are going to end up, like, unhappy and miserable because that person is not created perfectly, is not created to be God for you. So, as long as you know in a relationship, like, I love this person, but ultimately, like, God is the only one who can satisfy, like, this ache in my heart, like, this ultimate desire, um... Because think about it, like if Kristoff, like at one point he and Anna are kind of like bantering and he was like, in case I don't, in case we don't make it out of this alive, he's trying to propose. And she's like, you don't think we're going to make it out of this alive? And then they start kind of fighting and then she runs off because it's Anna. Um, but like, yeah, if you don't die, Kristoff literally says, he's like, well, if we don't die today, we're going to die sometime. And it's so true. It's like, um, so if she does die what are you going to do, Kristoff? Like, I hope that you like grieve for an appropriate amount of time, but then I hope you move on because 
even though death is awful and sad, it is the doorway to heaven. So I don't want to find my identity or my total self-worth in another person because they're not God. And when they die or when I die, when I face God, I want to be able to say, I lived for you with this person, or I lived totally for you, maybe in um, the priesthood or the religious life. Like, as long as we have God as our true north, we'll be good. So note to Christoph, think about that a little bit more before you go proposing to Anna, because maybe you're not ready to be a husband and father if you can't be the spiritual head of your family. Anyway, um, the last thing, yeah, I would say the last thing, unless something else comes up, we'll see. Um, but actually the biggest thing that I wanted to talk about, the biggest takeaway that I had from this movie that I really loved um, was from Anna's song near the end called The Next Right Thing. I just thought of another thing that I want to talk about. So stay tuned. That's coming. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't ever know where this is going. I just asked the Holy Spirit to lead us. I appreciate that you're along for the ride. Um, Anna has a song called The Next Right Thing, and I love it. I won't spoil anything, but like she is lost at one point and she is alone and she does not understand how, again, we talked about like they're all finding their self-worth in each other instead of God. Um, she's like, if I'm not going after Elsa, or helping her, like, who am I? Or, like, what's my purpose? What am I supposed to be doing? I'm going to read part of the lyrics. And she is in deep desolation, like, deep darkness, like, is not feeling joy or peace, um, which are things, like, St. Ignatius says are products of the good spirit. That's how we know when God is leading us, when we feel, like, in a state of peace. She literally starts off the song by saying, I've seen dark before but not like this. This is cold. This is empty. This is numb. The life I knew is over. The lights are out. Hello, darkness. I'm ready to succumb. That's really sad, but I don't know about you, but I've been in a place like that before. I can totally relate to where she's at. Um, and I'm sure that in some way you watching can as well. When things feel so hopeless, like she literally says, at one point in the same song, um, like, you are lost, hope is gone. I prefer to, even in the darkest night, um, hold on to first a quote by J.R.R. Tolkien, author of Lord of the Rings. It's actually right here on my wall. You can't see it, but I'll read it. Uh, Not all those who wander are lost. Just because you don't know exactly where you're at or where you're going, it doesn't mean that you're lost. The Lord is leading you. The Lord is guiding you. You are not lost. And then when she says hope is gone, literally hope can never be taken away from us. We have hope in heaven and we have hope in Christ. And that hope, even when we don't feel it, is always there. That still small voice inside of us. The heart of God is always, whether calling out to us or whispering to us, is always there seeking a response from us. And so I think it's cool that Anna says something in this song about the tiny voice whispering in my mind. And she say, she's saying the voice is telling her, you must go on and do the next right 
thing. And so the whole rest of the song is her saying, like, even if I can't see what's out at the end, even though I don't know what's coming, I know what I need to do next. And I'm just going to focus on that, even if it like even if I'm hurting and even if I'm in this deep, dark, desperate place, like I'm going to get up. I'm going to do the thing I know that I need to do next. And then after that, I'll do the next right thing. And I love that because that is exactly what God has been telling me in my life lately. Literally, I just watched a video about this the other day. If you have never heard of the um, YouTube channel Ascension Presents, Ascension, A-S-C-E-N-S-I-O-N, like the Ascension of Jesus, Ascension Presents, like the word presence, Ascension Presents, look them up, subscribe to them. They are amazing. And what joy and hope. Um, the people who do those videos. And so last week when I was kind of in a rough place, oh my gosh, God totally provided the exact video I needed at that moment. It was called, I think something about uncertainty, like dealing with uncertainty or something like that. And I'm pretty sure the friar's name is Father Mark Mary. If I'm wrong, just go look it up. And he had Mother Claire of the Community of Franciscan Sisters of the Renewal with him. And she is the sister who I had been talking to for years because they were the group that I was looking into joining. So when I saw it was Mother Claire with him, I was like, I know her. Like, like when you're a little kid and somebody like comes into school randomly or someone you know, like you see in public, it's just the coolest thing to be able to say, I know them. And so when the video came up, I was like, I know her. Uh, anyway, and so in the video, they were talking about like discerning God's will in an uncertain world and how it is so hard to know, like maybe for some of us, maybe you know, like, oh, God wants me to be a sister. God wants me to be a mother. God wants me to be a husband. Like God wants me to be this. Maybe you know that. Awesome. If that's you, kudos to you. I once had a sister tell me, um, there are two kinds of vocation stories. One is where, like, and they can both be compared to romantic comedies. One, one is where, like, the movie starts off and it's love at first sight. Like, the guy, the girl, they see each other, boom, end the story. Like, they're in love, they get together, that's the end. Um, so that's the first kind of vocation. Like, maybe you just knew from the time that you were five years old, like, God wanted me to be a priest, and now you're a priest. Awesome. Thank you. I'm so grateful that you're a priest. We need more holy priests. Um, but maybe you're like me, and you are the other vocation story uh, slash romantic comedy. And um, the way the sister compared it, she was like, the movie opens. There's the guy. There's the girl. Either one, they can't stand each other, or two, they don't even know each other. But from the get-go, you watching the movie are like, oh, they're going to end up together. And then eventually they do. But it's only like at the very, very, very end of the movie. That's my vocation story. Because God and whoever else is watching the story of my life unfold. And they're like, oh, Morgan, so clearly like this is going to be it in the end. Um, and I'm just over here like, no idea. Maybe that's you. Um, so I'm like, I don't know where you're at with that, but in this particular video, um, mother Claire and I think father Mark Mary, I'm going to go with that. Are what they're talking about is 
maybe you don't know. Maybe you are living with uncertainty. Like you don't know what God is asking of you. Maybe you don't know what God is asking of you. And they, they literally pretty much are saying like, you just need to do the next right thing. So Mother Claire says um, that like God doesn't give you the grace to profess final vows as a cloistered nun today, like for me, at least like God's not providing that grace for me today. God is also not providing me the grace to become a wife right now, like today, or to birth a child and to become a mother today. Like that is not where I'm at in this moment, at this moment in time, because that's not God's will for me yet. So what grace is he giving me today? Like what daily bread, like we pray in the Our Father, what daily bread is he giving me today? And she talks about doing the next right thing, the next best thing, taking the next right step. And so in the video, mother says like, maybe that's just picking up the phone and calling an order that's kind of on your heart. Um, so I'll share with you guys, please pray, please pray with me. Please pray for me, <laughs> pray with me, pray for me. All the prayers this way, like hot mess over here. I could use them. Um, maybe God just wants you to call. Maybe he put an order on your heart. Maybe um, you've been discerning your religious life for a while. Maybe you've never really thought about, is God calling me to be a sister? But maybe there's this cool group of sisters that you've heard of lately. What's it going to hurt to just get on their website today? Just do it. Just get on the website. Just read a little bit about them. Um, and then if they sound cool, do the next right thing. Um, so what I was going to share with you about me, why I was asking for prayers. Um, God has been putting the poor Claire's on my heart. They are cloistered nuns. Guys, I don't want to be a cloistered nun. I honestly don't. And God knows like that that's where I'm at. But God also knows that my desires are passing and changing. They are not consistent. And I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I never thought that I would ever consider being a sister a few years ago, let alone like now I'm like willing to call the poor Claire's. So that's what I did last week. I called the poor Claire's just to see about meeting with the mother superior. Guys, that's where I'm at. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Like I was saying, I don't really want to be a nun anymore. I really don't. But you know how when you're little, you don't want to take medicine and you fight it and you fight it and you fight it because you don't understand even why it's good for you and your mom has to force it down? Eventually you get older and eventually when your mom asks you to take the medicine, you'll just do it because you know it's the right thing to do. And then when you even get a little older and you're on your own and mom's not right there, you don't even have to have anybody hand you the medicine. You actually desire to take it because you know that you need it and you know that it'll be good for you and you actually maybe now enjoy the taste of it. I don't know. I don't like the taste of medicine, but I'm just saying like for this analogy. Um, I know that if God is calling me to be a nun, 
that he will give me the grace day by day to eventually seek the spoon for myself and enjoy it. Enjoy taking the medicine, if that makes sense. That might have been a weird analogy, but it came to me and I felt the need to share. It's just about the next right thing. What is that for you today? And is it as far as a vocation is concerned um, that you need to think about that? Or is it something else going on in your life? What's the next right thing that you need to be doing? Back to the song of Anna's. She says about how you must go on. Um, Give me a second. Sorry, I want to scroll a little bit. Near the end of the song, she says, take a step, like we've been talking about, take a step, step again. So remember, just one step after another. God giving you the grace to do the one step at a time. She said, it is all that I can do, the next right thing. I won't look too far ahead. It's too much for me to take but break it down to this next breath, this next step, this next choice is one that I can make. I'm gonna pause there for a second before I finish reading the lyrics. I love that. First of all, I won't look too far ahead. How often do we like try to plan our lives out? Like, have you ever been asked the question, So how do you see your life going in five years or 10 years? Like, what do you want your life to look like? Oh my gosh, that is so flippin' annoying. Like, I think those are terrible questions because you shouldn't try to plan that out. It's good to have dreams, yes, but like if we fixate on them too much, then when God changes the plan, we're going to fight it and we're not going to see that This other thing was actually what was best for us. So we shouldn't look too far ahead. We shouldn't look five or 10 years down the road because memento mori, remember your death. You could die. I could die today. And that shouldn't make me sad. I should be so excited to go to heaven and it should give my life today eternal purpose and worth. Eternal purpose and worth today knowing that this is what I have to work with just today. So Lord, what do you want me to do today? I'm not looking too far ahead. I'm just taking the next right step. Break it down to this next breath, this next step, this next choice. I love that she uses the word choice. Kudos to whoever wrote this song Um, because following God is a choice. Loving people is a choice. That's why so many marriages break down. Um, kind of like earlier while I was saying, like, Christoph, you and Anna cannot be each other's true north. Like, that's going to break down so fast. Because love isn't about a feeling. Love is a choice. Love is willfully, like, within your will, like, willpower, like, choosing in your will to love someone, to do the good for someone else, to sacrifice yourself and your happiness sometimes for the good of another. And sometimes, yes, that'll bring happy feelings, and that's awesome, but that's not the point. We don't love based on feelings. We love based on our choices. How much someone loves someone can be seen and shown in action. 
and in action alone. So I love how she says, the next choice is the one that I can make. Anna is not feeling good when she makes that choice. I'm not going to tell you why, but like, oh, girl is hurting in that scene. So even though she doesn't feel good at all, she gets up and she goes and does what she knows she needs to do then and there that day. And God provides the grace for it. So she says, she ends by saying, so I walk through this night stumbling blindly towards the light and do the next right thing. St. John of the Cross, St. Teresa of Avila talk about um, a dark night of the soul. Uh, Mother Teresa, St. Teresa of Calcutta also experienced this um, for I think like 40 years. Like when you're in that darkness and you don't feel God and you don't feel close to God and you don't feel loved, Sometimes it is just like blindly praying, blindly like walking and trying to get out of the grief, walking toward the light, even if you can't see the light, which is the hardest thing. But just to keep going, she says, and with the dawn, what comes then when it's clear that everything will never be the same again? She's like, then what happens? Like, what happens when I do make it out and I do see the light? Like, then what am I going to do? She says, then I'll make the choice to hear that voice and do the next right thing. So today, I would just like to offer you a little bit of encouragement, a witness to hope that you don't have to have the grace to live exactly um, what like God wants you to do in the end today. Like, you don't have to be a nun today. You don't have to be a priest today. You don't have to be a mom or a dad today. You don't have to be a doctor today or a lawyer or whatever like God is calling you to do. If it's not happening yet, that's okay. Trust that he will give you the grace to do that when the time comes. For now, what's the next best thing? What's the next best step, the next right thing? Is it picking up a phone and calling? And inquiring about whatever it is? Is it just getting on a website? That seems harmless enough, right? Is it simply saying a prayer, being like, Lord, you are the king of my heart. I trust myself entirely to you. The king of love, my shepherd is like, lead me, Lord. Like, what is that for you? Um, I have a quote that a really good friend made me. It hangs on this other wall. Sorry, I'm like looking away all the time. Um, but speaking of St. Teresa of Calcutta, she has a really good quote that goes with all of this. She says, yesterday is gone. Tomorrow is not yet come. We only have today. We only have today. Let us begin. You don't have to know it's coming. Um, earlier when I said I remembered one other thing, the last thing from Frozen 2 that I really loved um, basically the new Let It Go song is called Into the Unknown. Um, so Elsa's singing and she's like, how do I, how do I do this? Like, how do I go off into the unknown? Like how? It's scary. Like, I don't know if I want, if I don't know if I want that. Trust in the Lord. Trust in Christ the King. May he be the King of your heart. He's also called the Prince of Peace. So may he grant you 
that piece to know that it's okay. It's okay not to know. And it's actually good not to know. Um, in the video, Mother Claire had, she was saying that if anything, we can find peace in knowing that living with uncertainty means we have to trust in God. It gives us an invitation to trust in God when otherwise we wouldn't have that. How is the Lord asking you to trust in him today? And where is he leading you? God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. And until next time, I pray for joy and hope for you. See you later, guys. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Joy and Hope podcast, where we seek to bring light to the dark. If you enjoy our mission, we would love for you to become a patron on Patreon. Our patrons are what make it possible for us to continue doing Joy and Hope full-time, bringing you the inspiring creative content that uplifts you to live more joyful, hopeful lives. So please consider supporting us. Thanks so much for being here today. God bless and see you next time.